Alrighty. Are you ready to get started? Yeah. So, your your topic tonight? It's gonna be what does bad strategy look like? Hashtag Universal Studios. <laughs> okay. You gonna you gonna provide some context? Well, let me tell you two things. You pay over seven hundred dollars to get in. All right. How about some, so so uh, they don't let you get refills because they put like these. All right, you're jumping, you're jumping, ships. you're jumping ahead. Uh, uh, between Christmas and New Year's, we drove down to Los Angeles because we went to go to Harry Potter World uh, at Universal Studios. That's insane, right? Because it's the busiest week of of the season. But the things we do for our kids, so we drove down. Uh, we went uh, two days after Christmas. We spent how much in tickets? It was like seven hundred dollars. Seven ticket. over seven hundred fifty dollars. Right, right, right. Okay, those were just for the tickets, and then uh, we went to Harry Potter World, and we waited two hours. Walking around, <laughs> touring the thing. Right, and then we paid what fifteen dollars for butterbeer. Yeah. Two of them, yeah. right? Which was obscene, seven dollars each. And then we went to lunch, right? And we went to Mel's Diner. Uh, we spent eighty-five dollars on lunch. And then they wouldn't even get. Then he bought a soda. I bought. I bought. We got one soda. And they wouldn't let him refill it because they put these um, little chips on the bottom. Correct. And when the soda machine read it, they wouldn't let him get a re free refill. Right. So here's here's what. So on the bottom of every cup of soda that they sell at Universal Studios Hollywood, they put a little chip called an RFID chip, right? A little radio frequency chip. And then, brilliantly, in the bottom of the Coke Freestyle soda dispenser, they put a little RFID reader. So, the first time you take that cup, first time you buy the cup, you put it in the machine, the little RFID reader says, oh, this is cup 3454-32169, used. And, and then you get your drink, and then you go back, you, you go away, and then you want to refill, you come back, you put it in, reader is like up oh, we've seen this chip before no refills so here's and, and now what's the problem with that um you paid a lot of money to mm -hmm. get in for your yeah. tickets yeah and you paid a lot of money for lunch uh -huh. and they wouldn't even let you get a refill all right yeah so it's not even about the cup of soda it's 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 the idea behind it right so um so let's let's think about this a uh, cup of soda, I don't know, whatever, whatever it's like, $3. Uh, there's about 10 cents worth of uh, syrup in it. And then you think of the cup, the lid, the straw, the little chip on the bottom, maybe there's another 10 to, to 20 cents worth there. So that's 30, 30 cents of costs, maybe, maybe, if that, per 16 cup of soda. If you're selling it for $2, $3 a cup, and each refill costs you another 10 cents, this the human would have to drink more soda than is humanly possible for them to cause Universal to lose money on the deal, right? And that's the issue, right? Humans have been conditioned to get free refills and then to take it away like that, especially in a place where you're charging so much money for everything else, it just seems obscene. Also, um, the, they make, like, the Jurassic Park 
um, flat line. We waited like three hours, and then they they like give you a really short ride. Yeah, well, there's that, right? And then and then so they they stack the park with people, right? They overfill and get long lines, and then and then they're out there cross-selling express pass tickets, right? So so pay more money skip to the front of the queue, right? That's called, I mean, I suppose it's it's business, right? It's called pricing discrimination, right? People who want to pay can get to the front, but uh, a lot of consumers don't like pricing discrimination. It doesn't feel right. Yeah, that's why not a lot of people do it. Mm-hmm. So that's my, that's why people who, who sometimes do well, it, they get to cut the long line to yeah. in front of the lines really, really quickly. So here, here's the issue I have, right? And we were talking about this, right? So. In, in business, I, I said what they're doing is they're delivering a local maxima, right? Do you, have we spoken about a local maxima? No. Okay, so pretend that Universal Studios is a forest, okay? They're, okay. they're a forest. Okay. And in that forest, there are mountains, different yeah. kinds of mountains. Some okay. of them really high, some of them really low, some of them hills, and each mountain is a different strategy. Right, it's a different business strategy that you could pursue in in the forest of Universal, uh, and be, you know Comcast Universal, right? And there are hundreds of different strategies, hundreds of different mountains in the forest. So one day you're you're wandering around the forest, you're like, oh, you know what? This looks like a good strategy. I'm gonna I'm gonna start climbing this mountain, right? Because I think, look, look, this is the best mountain, right? Look at the slope, look at look at everything. It looks like this is gonna be great, a great strategy for our business. So you start climbing the mountain. And you get to the top, right? And, and at the top of that mountain, you, you, you climbed it, you got to it. But when you look around, you see that there's 50 mountains around you that are taller, right? That are better strategies, that deliver more money. And what you found, right? You found a local maxima, right? You found a place where you made it a little better right there, but if you were just searched a little longer, maybe spent a little more time, there was a better strategy that maybe would have delivered you twice as much money. And I think that's what Universal Studios has done, right? They tried to extract more money out of beverages and they found a local maxima. I think that's gonna deliver them positive revenues, but in the long term, I think it's going to hurt them, right? I think it yeah. creates a really poor customer experience. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you you think. Um, I think it's like like they're like they're like they don't have a lot of big mountains. They, they, they <laughs> like they have one big mountain, and that's that's like the only mountain that they have. Yeah. And all the employees and yeah. people work there are trying to climb that mountain right yeah. ah, so they, that's group thing right yeah, like everybody's trying to climb the same mountain and nobody wants to say hey you know what guys there might be a better mountain over there do you want to go check that one out but nobody wants to climb it yeah everybody's just staying staying on the wrong mountain yeah so because that mountain's like it's one of the shortest mountains out of all the mountains that's right and everybody thinks it's the tallest now let me add some complexity to this to this forest right so you're now in the forest right big mountains, little mountains, and then as you're moving around, the mountains start moving around. Some of them get higher, some of them get lower, some of them become hilly, some of them become like Mount Everest, right? So, and the idea is that industries change, right? The way companies compete, the way they have to respond, change. So there are some industries 
that only have like little hills, right? There's not a whole lot of competition. It's just very hilly, it's easily. Um, an example of that would be specialty chemicals, right? Chemicals, it's very clear what you need, it's very clear what the process is, it's all about operational efficiency and delivering it at a reasonable commodity cost. So like, right? So those are just hills, so that's, it's, it's easy like, to compete in a hilly industry. It's like while the hills are changing, yeah. there's an earthquake, that, right. and that earthquake is the right. people that aren't liking it. Yeah. That they that they're mad that they're climbing that they're mad that they're climbing the wrong mountain and they're making too much money and stuff. And then Correct. that earthquake is trying to knock them down. Correct. Right? Uh, that's a brilliant uh, analogy. <clears throat> so um, and you know what? This is kind of like what happened um, with Umqua Bank, right? So when Daddy started working with Umqua Bank. Um, they recognized that the yeah, banking used to be a very hilly industry, right? It was a, uh, a very easy place to make nice profits. It was a very pleasant place to do business. And then about seven, eh, probably about seven to 10 years ago, some folks showed up uh, and they were called entrepreneurs and venture capitalists. And they started pumping, they started investing billions of dollars in the banking sector and building new companies and new capabilities. And as that started to happen, the landscape started to transform overnight. It went from a, a valley of hills to extreme peaks and massive mountains uh, that they had to climb. And when Umqua recognized that that landscape was changing, they had the foresight to say, we're gonna bring in a different team. We don't need people who can scale hills. We need people who can climb mountains. And maybe it becomes hilly again at some point in the future, but we need this capability right now. And that, that was a very efficient strategy, right? That's how Universal like should be thinking. Like they're not gonna just fire those people. They're no. gonna let them, they're gonna let them stay and they're gonna let them help. Absolutely. And, and like, they're just gonna hire more people. You need mountaineers help. and you need people to help bend the, the hills. Like, like, it's, like they're just different they, capabilities. Some people like they can't climb hills, but they can climb mountains instead. Exactly. Like mountaineers get really bored trying to climb a hill. People who are farming the hill usually hate trying to climb the mountain because it's too scary. It's yeah. okay, you can have both, you need both. Yeah, because like sometimes like when the price and strategy changes uh -huh. or something goes wrong, then the hill might go up or down. Right, right. And then, then um, they might need to call in a different member mm -hmm. to help. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think I'm more angry at Universal because they're pursuing a really bad strategy than the actual money part of it, right? I think um, they're pursuing a strategy driven by the financial, the, the case with the money, rather than, well, let's think about optimizing the long-term relationship and experience with the customer. And I think that's just fundamentally wrong. Okay. Um. I've done a lot of talking tonight. <laughs> Well, also, they, um, they, um, they don't actually, like, give you a lot of entertainment while you're waiting. Like, oh, that's true. It's great. Yeah, guest experience. I mean, for me, it feels like Disney is very different than Universal. Because Disney, they, like, give you, like, they, like, have all these cool things up around mm -hmm. that say, like, get ready to start <laughs> things. And then, like, uh -huh. when you get on the ride, they make yeah. it really long and really fun. Yeah. Like on Space Mountain, on Halloween they added 